You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Hello. 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 Well, I'm so happy now it's Christmas time. I mean, Halloween. Halloween's over and now it's Christmas time. It's holiday time, not Christmas time. Holiday time. Chris giving time, as I like to call it. How are you guys doing this week? I hope you guys are all doing well and recovering from all the candy and alcohol from your Halloween parties. I mean, there should still be some candy left over, right? Should be is the operative word. That candy is supposed to last you until New Year's. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, um, so something interesting happened. Um, or it's been happening. Well, it's very much been happening, but something interesting happened to me. Yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago. So the weekend right before Halloween, Manny and I had a party to go to. And uh, by the way, guys, this is Nikki Trent. I just realized we haven't introduced ourselves. And Manny also. So welcome all newcomers and to all our old friends. Thank you for joining us. Um, so anyway... I'm trying to find the right words for this. But a couple of weeks ago, we were um, getting ready to go to a Halloween party. And before the Halloween party, there was this, like, kind of beer crawl happening in our neighborhood. And so we went to, like, one of these places that we knew about. And then it kind of led us to a brewery that we have never heard of before. We actually thought... I thought it was a bar, actually. And so we went... And, guys, it was, like, this huge greenhouse-esque vibe brewery. Like, picnic tables all outside, behind some kind of, like, wall. The bar itself was in a greenhouse. Yeah, and it was, and, like, it was attached to a building that was next to it, which is where I'm assuming they make all the, which is the brewery part, basically. And in this greenhouse-type bar... They were playing, like, early 2000 uh, hip-hop and R&B. And for the first time in my life, I understood why the downside of gentrification. Yeah. Like, I was, and I think you could attest to this. I was, like, a little emotional about the whole thing, actually. Um, I have, I've known this neighborhood for a really long time. I've seen buildings that were once houses get destroyed uh, and turned into these kind of almost loft condo kind of things. And you can see they stick out like sore thumbs. Yeah, they do. And so for some reason, I had this real emotional moment where I was like, what the fuck is this? First of all, if you... It, it didn't seem like people from the neighborhood actually hung out there. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of people with kids that bought them in, people... You could tell that people from there weren't weren't from around there. Right, like the native people who grew up in that neighborhood, people who've lived there for a long time. It looked like fresh new blood, like people who came from Ohio that settled here in New York. It's called the Evil Twin New York City Brewery. And don't get me wrong, I will say it was beautiful. Like, it was beautiful. It had, like, this whole greenhouse thing. We obviously bought a beer because we were at a brewery. So what we're getting at is gentrification here. But Uh, it was the first time I ever had an emotion like that. Yeah, for for this subject of gentrification. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's not like we haven't seen it happening, you know? I mean, I mentioned a little bit ago how I saw the city bikes, those rentable bikes, in front of a... um, A White Castle. In front of a White Castle. 
which the White Castles out here in Queens are not in the suburbs. <laughs> no, it's terribly... It's there, a questionable it, neighborhood. Yes. It's right underneath the train station. Uh, they also r- are renting out those scooters around here. Oh, right. Um, the kind that you would see like in Venice Beach, right? Yeah, they're like the a mopeds. Um, I've, you've seen a lot of them in Tampa too when I went to go visit. So yeah. they're in the like the neighborhoods that they are up and coming or that they're cleaning up, you know. God, these negative words we gotta use. <laughs> um, and yeah, we went to this bar and we see this place and we're just looking around. Because let me tell you, I don't know everybody in my neighborhood, but I'm looking at those bartenders and wondering do they, do they live in the neighborhood? Or are they working from other places all around the city? Yeah, so like, my whole thought was... Did this was, give any money to the neighborhood? Or is it... What is it really creating for this neighborhood, right? Yeah. And so I've never felt like that. Even when I saw these new apartments, it was always like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're charging this amount of rent for this neighborhood. Like, that's great. We even have a Blink... Uh, gym now next to a starbucks it's next to a dunkin donuts so there's also a wally's um organic food market um they open a chipotle nearby in in bushwick right yeah well Um, yeah somewhere around there there's already been a starbucks there which is also a starbucks that was on a commercial yes so holla at us because we were in a commercial but my whole thought was always like this right yeah in my mind, it always felt like gentrification can't be that bad because when you're getting more um, local places, like more bars, more restaurants, you, you kind of are becoming more involved with putting your money in your community because yeah. you're going to these places that are close to you instead of going to Manhattan, going to the city, going outside your neighborhood to do all these things. Now we have so many bars to go to, restaurants, you know, things to local do. vendors. Right. And so it's great. But also on the flip side of it, it's like, yeah, rent is going up because people are coming into these neighborhoods and they're spe- they're okay with spending $1,500 for a studio apartment. You know, it makes me wonder the people that live in the neighborhood where that bar opened, if it's become, if it's becoming a popular spot now, people who live there for a while. Right, yeah. I mean, now they can't what's, find a place to park. What's the noise complaint? What's the noise like? Yeah. I hope it doesn't true, bring true. a problem for kids who are growing up in that neighborhood. Yeah, because nobody carded us. Yeah, nobody carded us, yeah. People were drinking out in the street. Which I mean and that and that goes that may, reminds me of this whole thing going on with the Brooklyn stairs or the Joker stairs. The Bronx, right? yeah. I mean the Bronx stairs, I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> no yeah. Whoa. The Bronx stairs. Um with the Joker thing, you know. Oh my god. And it makes yes. me think about that because, you know, you look at the neighborhood where this bar is and how they're not carding anybody. People are being basically allowed to drink in the street. Like, be, you know... There no, is there's a no sign. Problem. There's no problem. Right. But if it was a different type of bar, there would be cops patrolling the area. There were no cops around or anything. And there were a lot of people in that corner. Yeah. So who's patrolling the area? They're, they don't... Maybe they don't feel a need to. Right. Now you go to those, those Bronx stairs... And, you know, there's people complaining, you know, that there's um, non-local people over there taking pictures, not spending any money in the neighborhood. And somebody brought up a good point about it, saying that, like, well, I mean, yeah, but they're also cleaning up the at least that area to make it look a little nicer. There's cops patrolling to keep the place yeah, a little but safer. But here's, here's my argument. How long is that going to last? Yeah, because it's not going to last forever. Not at all. Because, yeah, it makes sense because, all, because those damn... By the way, I've been up and down those stairs those stairs are not the safest especially in the winter and they're steep as fuck and so 
you know, people use those stairs as a shortcut to get to certain train stops just to get around because it's just a lot easier. A lot of hills so over there. how the fuck can I do my daily commute if I have a million fucking influencers trying to take pictures on these stairs that were on a fucking Joker movie? And now they're doing tours for the area. These are the stairs from the Joker movie. They don't do that with anything else. There's so many other things that have been on in movies and, and TV That's that are continuing to be on TV. Yeah, movies. that continue to be on TV shows. There's it's not a big deal, but for some reason these stairs is because it's it, it's like um inconveniencing the local people there. And that's the problem. So how long does it last? Once the Joker phase ends, are the cops gonna stop patrolling that? Yeah. Is it gonna go to shits? Yeah. Is it gonna go right back to how it was? I mean, and I can understand why the na- like the residents and the natives of that neighborhood are so pissed off about it because it's a short term thing that's happening and it's just gonna go right back. So you're inconveniencing my life for fifteen minutes. Yeah. And then it's just gonna go back to shit again. Yeah. I mean, but that like we said it's a double-edged sword. It is. It know? is. It is. It's, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's cool to have a, uh, a new hangout spot that's close to home. It's a different vibe than a lot of the places out here. Yeah. It's something you would only see if you really went into the city, like a Soho or something like that. And so to see it in our neighborhood, it's like, oh, my God, wow. But it also makes me sad because I, I remember it being a house. Because you actually even had a home in the neighborhood where that... Yeah, it was like a few blocks away. I mean, I obviously haven't lived there in like 25 But being around, like, would you say that, have you seen more significant change in the last five years than you have in the last 25 years? Absolutely. I've seen, not exactly condos, but, you know, the luxury apartments go up in shoddy neighborhoods. I've seen a lot of, like a start, like the first time we saw Starbucks, I was like, what the fuck? Like, things are happening. You got Planet Fitness, you have Blink. You have, now there's all these varieties and slowly chain kind of um, vendors like Starbucks and all this other stuff is coming in. It really takes away from the the small mom and pop shops. But then you have to wonder who's in charge of that because these people are putting the same shit next to each other. So you have nail salons across the street from each other, two Dunkin' Donuts on the same place, pizza places that are... And it's so... It's kind of lacking the mom and pop feel, but it's also lacking in variety. And so it's like easy for... Three pizza places in front of each other. Right. So it's easy for at least two of those places to go out of business. Then those things stay doing nothing. And then it becomes some like another luxury apartment. You know what really sucks about these places? None of them do brunch. Oh, yeah. Well, one does. One place does. Yeah. But it's no variety. That's like, what we, we have want. so many Chinese restaurants, but yeah. no, like, barbecue places. Yeah. It's just, it's all just, it's crazy. I think we just got kind of get to an age where it's like. Where, where the change we start seeing. You know, I remember right. when I went down to Tampa, uh, I saw that they finally uh, tore down all the projects that were near the city over there. And, you know, like, I. The last time I was in Tampa, I remember them being up. So seeing them all completely demolished and just empty space, I can I can see I can feel what you were feeling, you know. So, but progress you can't stop it, right? I know it's true. It, it's true. But it was like the first time I had such an emotion about it. That's I think what was so like crazy for me is that I had such an emotion. I, like I said, usually I'm like, oh, not a big, oh, that's cool, like. But it was it was weird. It was like this really overwhelming feeling. It didn't help that it was like 
you know, gloomy day. <laughs> now, I also think to myself, because there's a lot of bars that have been around this neighborhood that these newer places are opening in front of. So this one opened in front of a different bar called Deep End that I have seen. It's been there for a while too, right? So it makes me wonder, it, like the competition, is it there? What do these, oh, you, what do these uh, older bars that have been around for a while think about these I don't know if ones? that's been around for, I think we just found out about it. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know if it's been around for a while. See, here's a good thing. Like, a lot of the space wasn't being used. Like, yeah. a lot of it was just um, uncared for lots. Mm-hmm. So, it's great if you're taking that and you're turning it into something. Because now you're just taking something that would have been a waste of space. And, you you know, but when you you start going into... Because, like, this brewery is literally next to someone. It's, like, the brewery, where they make the beer, or the bar, or however, all and of that space. And the then someone's house. house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... So you just know in the order that that one of those places is somebody somebody's home. Definitely. And so you just hope I you know like I don't know. We don't know enough, but it just makes it once you see it. We know the feeling. You know, like, the, I feeling, know the feeling, especially if, you, if someone like you who's lived in the neighborhood forever. Right. You see the change, and you just can't help but think to yourself, "Wow, does somebody I know used to live there?" Yeah. And makes you wonder about the displaced people. And the Vinny, yeah, which absolutely, there has to be, you know? absolutely that something like that kind of brings value to the neighborhood and then that's when rent starts soaring and it happened to us like our rent was raised yeah because of who was because of like what someone across the street was you know was doing with his plays (laughs) so you know it's also a business strategy which i'm not mad about like everybody has to make a living off of it but it's just so funny how the ripple effect that it has yeah and so you know obviously what's going on in your guys neighborhood like tell us if you've what changes you see? Like, how do you feel about it? I mean, it? if you live in an urban area and you're seeing the changes coming in, we really want to know about those stories. Yeah. Like, what? What is it a good thing for your particular neighborhood? Are you, do you appreciate it? Is it not a good thing? Like, I just, I want to hear from everybody else. I'd love to talk experience. to somebody who has been displaced because of it. Right. Yeah, we would love that. Um, but... That's it for us. That's a, that was our rant. That was our fifteen and our minutes. stay woke, our stay woke rant. Yes, it was very Yas Queen. Yas Queen. <laughs> anyway, guys, we love to hear from you. So be sure to hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. You guys can also sign up on our website at bubblebathstories.co.co and be sure to um, type in your email address and you'll get updates for all of our new shows. Um, new uh giveaways that we'll be doing and random just random prizes random we're all about the randomness and if you want to know what i'm doing you can catch me on ig at nikki trends and you can catch me at many uh wow i forgot my thing you, forgot your- <laughs> <laughs> you can catch me i got no time for this with number four dis d-i-s-s anyway we love talking to you guys so talk back to us definitely do bye, bye. a little bit more on the products real quick can you explain what this drink was here? <laughs> we didn't know if there was alcohol in it yes. or the nutcracker. The nutcracker. <laughs> How did you feel after you drank that? So I don't know. So I don't know if maybe we were doing too much at once, 
But I didn't really feel anything from this. I, so I've, are you supposed to drink this in like one sitting yeah. or were we being too greedy? Because I was only taking a couple sips because I was afraid. I was like, yeah. I don't know it. And I've had that, like basically no experience when I have a drink that's THC. I'm always like, I don't really feel like if I'm doing this right or not. Yeah. So like, I what's the... What's I, the proper way to drink right. this? <laughs> I suggest drinking slow and like a bottle per person. I see. It. Yeah. Okay. Because it's um an alcohol based drink mm-hmm. with cannabis and juice. Okay. So I should have just I should have been drinking a little bit. Yeah. More. <laughs> so these are like you drink the whole thing one person kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, and like the best way to feel is you're feeling anything, it's like, don't do anything else with it. Don't smoke or anything like that. Okay. Take your smell, and then that's how you control that, like, microdosing it. Gotcha. Because if you're doing a bunch of different things, you're not even going to realize. Right. Yeah. That is just... It's having... Are, yeah. dr- are the drinks pretty popular? Yeah. They are? What's your number one selling product? Yeah. Um, My number one selling will have to be the coconut oil. Really? really? Oh, Jinx, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, what is the best way to cook with that? Because we didn't, we actually, um, so like I made a cake, but I mixed the honey and the icing cause I didn't want to heat up the honey and I also made okay. wings, but right. I mixed the honey in the sauce after the okay. chicken was cooked. So with the coconut oil, would you be able to use it like how you would use the butter? Cause I know we like. We you, had butter we once. We put it in exactly. the oven, we warm it. Is that how you would use the coconut oil? Yeah, so the coconut oil that we use can hold up to 350 degrees. So okay. It can be like a butter alternative. You can bake with it. Gotcha. You can saute with it. Oh, yeah, that's good. you can do pretty much anything that you do with oil. Like, um, I make a mole de guandula with it. Oh, shit. So you, that's know, cool. you, put that, you put the coconut oil to base. Well, that's cool because like butter. The sofrito and, like, you know? Yeah. So, cause, so you can use it up to 300 degrees. Yeah, because I know with the butter, like, you can't go past a certain degree or it burns it, right? So that's cool with the coconut exactly. oil. I got to check that out then. That's awesome. And so, like, you, obviously, your grandmother's knee surgery and being her take care, uh, caregiver, um, being the inspiration, how did you get her on board? Like, was she always just, like... Like, no, that's the wacky tobacco. That's the devil's way. Or like, what made? Because it's there's such a bad stigma behind her for the older generation. Like, how did you? Did you kind of like trick her into it, bad. or what? It was just so like literally what I did was I started showing them up with the video. Oh wow! <laughs> like information, just letting her read stuff on her own. She's a very um. For example, she reads the newspaper every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? She reads a lot. So it's like, if I, get, I know that that was like my easy way in with giving her literature. Yeah. And cannabis products. And um, also part of Women Grow where I think, you know, we get a lot of information from them as well. Um, and just online. That's what pretty much got her on board. Wow. So does she like... Mm-hmm. Tell her friends to come over if her friends like, oh, my back. She's like, I got a thing for it. Come over. We... <laughs> So she's like real, you know, this over her crib and bringing too many people in there. But there's community center hours every day from like, uh, I think it's from 12 to 5. Yeah. 
So I'll come down, I'll bring like little samples of penguins, oh, give awesome. them out. So you know, she yeah. also sells like the full jar. Oh, nice! Yeah, get the hustle, grandma. Yeah. So for mm -hmm. do you? What would you guys recommend? So there's um, I have friends who have like terrible period pains, like like can't even get out of bed sometimes. Do you guys have anything for that on the CBD side? Because they don't really smoke. But I always tell them, like, they're CBD creams. Like, you guys should definitely try it. Do you guys have those kind of products? Yeah. And what would you recommend for that? Yeah. Is it, like, different things? Yeah, definitely. Wait. Sweet. So, I have a CBD cream. Um, yeah. Like, 500 milligrams. That's amazing. And then, also, I just um, get tea. Tea. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be telling them that. Because I'm always so pushing it. Yeah, if I brew tea, which is mostly like my favorite drink, yeah, um, you might do something with that. Yeah. So like simultaneous medication, honey, um, cream, and mostly just like resting. Yeah. A lot of pain comes from like doing too much of your body. Right. People need to give their bodies like a rest. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Definitely, definitely, yeah. especially with this honey. Yeah. For sure. I definitely best night sleep. <laughs> well, thank you. So you guys were knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Like little like, tiny babies. Like, like I woke up in the morning, like um, like little tiny babies. What time is it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man. Like, yeah, and we, it doesn't help that we have blackout curtains, so it was just yeah. So it was, it was like the perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> so I also see you guys. So do, you guys cook. You guys use the entire jar for like. No, no, no. no, no. Made, we, we made like maybe five different things. The cake. Yeah, yeah. we made the cake oh, cool. with the icing. I uh, made the wings. We made put milk in the sauce. We made milkshakes. Uh, tea. And I used it oh, in okay. coffee and hot chocolate. Yeah. So, and you know, like an egg oh, waffle okay. here and there. <laughs> <laughs> So the micro dosing, like cause the little or the smaller meals, were you feeling fat or? I think I felt it more with the wings. Yeah. It just kind of like I was like, oh shit. I think with the milkshake, it might have been like too late. We had already eaten dinner, and it was like a dessert thing. So wasn't it? And like, I kind of feel like and the tea definitely. I really feel like putting it with the cake and the icing. I think the sugar like threw it off too much, and maybe it gotcha. like, it didn't have so much as an effect because. You're not really sleeping after all that sugar. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah this, this yeah. guy over here, Mr. Baker. I make a lot of cakes <laughs> and stuff. So when I, as soon as she said we're getting honey, I was like, oh my gosh, really? <laughs> oh, I'm the worst. So don't be on a diet in this house because he is they. I'm I tell actually, him that all the time. I'm really interested in how you guys do your bake stuff too. So like, I'd love to like maybe watch that sometime. Yeah, definitely. We would like love to just sit and do see how tour. you guys do that or something yeah <laughs> but we also see that you guys oh, do yeah. stuff so, like um i think you the couple weeks ago you did a puffin paint how do you guys get like how you do you organize yeah. that like how how, how does that come about um so i stay away from organizing events okay <laughs> fair enough but that's all i see on the instagram that's that or a purple picture <laughs> Exactly. And it's like, um, I love to align myself with people that have experience organizing events. Mm -hmm. So that campaign, I'm pretty much like a resident vendor, which means a uh, long vendor. Gotcha. There's about like 40 to 50 attendees. The actual event is like puffing paint. So 
it's set up with, like the uh pink yeah the entire like artist in the front that's yeah. like guiding the whole session right and i'm just there to show my hood so it's like really simple and another thing i'm big on is safety right of course i really enjoy being part of things that feel safe and i'm also teaching people that you know you can you can consume and do art. You can consume and do anything. Like, it isn't necessarily right. like that whole stone stigma is also something I think needs to be discussed and like right. you know, not everyone is like yeah couch stoner. Yeah. Like, like eating Cheerios and like, just like Yeah. No, definitely. We actually agree with that. I think that's what we were saying. Like the stigma behind it isn't like I know I work in the TV industry and there's so many professionals, like high level professionals I know that definitely do marijuana out of like smoke weed on a daily basis and anybody wouldn't even know it. So I just think the stigma is so different. It's so great to see how it's coming together. And the fact that someone like your grandmother who was very against it is now loves it because it's way better than taking 15 pills is it's amazing. And it's so great to see how it's being, um, deconstructed it's, all this negative stuff being deconstructed the industry's it. maturing a lot right yeah so this again i love the products we yeah. definitely did a review so we're going to be posting that yeah. and just thank you so much for taking time out of your yeah, day to talk to definitely. us we can't wait for the next event so we'll be stalking your ig because yeah. we definitely want to be we want to definitely go one of those puffing paints or we did honestly yeah any of those events. oh my god really yeah, yeah we would love to do we um um let me see i have one coming up i'll definitely just send you the cards yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. and we would love to share I think this 22nd oh nice okay. oh thanksgiving time what yeah. hell yeah we're yeah. in here like swimwear um, but again, thank you so much for joining us. We were so excited and thank you so much for the wonderful gifts. Like they were we awesome. had so much fun with these things. <laughs> it took so much of not course, to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I can't finish it cause I got to show it on the thing. But I, I was like, uh, I don't want more. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much guys. And I'll make sure I'll send out a care package as soon as we're done with all of our pictures. No, stop. I love you. You're our favorite person in the whole world. I love this. You're no, awesome. thank you. We love what you're <laughs> doing. You. I love that it's all women doing it. Me it's too. so great. And just these few little st- like you guys just put so much detail in it the that mo- you wouldn't the monster, even see. I love it. The monster is awesome. A little awesome design. <laughs> thank you. I cannot. Yeah, I can't wait to see all the new things that you guys are gonna be coming up with. I'm gonna be definitely <laughs> buying that coconut oil because I'm definitely. I really want to try that. Yeah. So thank you again so much. We really appreciate it. And we hope to talk to you soon. Hopefully we could do something in the future. Yes. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. (laughs) Bye.